Naked yeah. Show. Well, thank you so much for joining me, uh, Honesty. I We met when um, North Carolina got wind of this recovery community organization business, and we were going to go about starting our own RCO in North Carolina, and we wanted to come visit folks who were killing it, and naturally, we came up to visit McShin Foundation in Richmond, and I still remember that day. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, just uh, recovering people, helping recovering people. You know, it's pretty, we keep it real around here. <laughs> pretty authentic, for sure. Authentic. Authentic is a word that y'all drive home. And, and I feel it when you say it. And, and it reminds me to say it more and mean it more, too. That's cool. Yeah. Well, tell everybody who you are and, and, and what you do. Sure. So I am first and foremost a woman in long-term recovery from a substance use disorder, aka addiction. And for that, gosh, I've been May 27, 2007 since then. And yeah, my life is pretty amazing, to be honest with you, um, since I found recovery. So I am the CEO of the McShen Foundation. So we are a peer-to-peer recovery community organization here in Richmond, Virginia. McShen helped to save my life. So I came, I walked through the doors when I was 26 years old. I had two bags of uh, clothes. My daughter was five and I did not have her. And John took me in. John Schenholzer is the co-founder and his wife, Carol McDade. A lot of people know them and took me in with nothing. I had nothing basically and lived in the female house for five months. And then I started working here. So I've been working here officially 14 years and I've been the CEO for eight years. I know I was telling (laughs) someone uh, at the doctor uh, because for some reason, because I talk about my recovery everywhere I go, like this is who I am. And, you know, it's just been a lot lately, like medical professionals I've been going to see and stuff. It's so much addiction is just everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's been really cool to be able to like share my story about that, but also like, you know, see like 15 years in May, I'll have, I'm just like, wait, I still look like a little girl, but I don't know. I don't know. It's just crazy saying like almost 15 years in recovery. I I don't know. It's, it's, it's been a journey for sure. Um, so I'm a mom, a wife, you know, I I have a, um, I'm an entrepreneur. I've got a side kind of business with, with John as my partner. And, um, now I'm a published author. So yeah. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Yes. Because when we um, publish this episode will be, I believe, the release date for your for your new work. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Well, and, and what's your name? Honesty. <laughs> Did I not say that? I'm Honesty Liller. Honesty <laughs> Liller. Welcome. Welcome. Well, No Thanks But Yes is, is um, video podcast, Splendid People, uh, Multiple Pathways of Recovery chill conversations and um so you and i have been uh, running into each other off and on ever since that first fateful meeting through uh association of recovery community organizations and, uh, and other national events um so you identify as a, as a as, as a person in recovery and you were already describing some really beautiful uh colors and stuff of your life but i ask everyone on here, you know, what, what does recovery mean to you? For me, it's trying to live 
literally the best life that I can on a day-to-day basis. You know, I'm a big believer on taking away the drugs is one thing, but really diving into your soul and what that really means as being a human on this planet is really how I try to live on a day-to-day basis. And what that means to me is like learning about myself every day, you know, whether it's something that I said or something that I did, whether it was positive or negative and like really learning about that, but also incorporating that um, in my household with my children because they're the next generation as well as the new staff and the younger staff here at McShen. So it's so much more, it's really walking in your purpose and whatever that may be for you. And it took me a long time in recovery because I mean, I started working here when I was five months in recovery. I mean, let's get real. I had no idea what I was doing. John saw a little something in me, you know, and hired me. And then throughout all of these years, you know, I I was strictly 12 step in the beginning for a lot of my years in recovery and I still do it. Um, I do not go to meetings anymore, but I do um, do step work. But the past few years, I'm really focused on healing my body from the inside and, you know, from the outside, as far as exercising, mindfulness, um, running is my favorite thing to do and really just being present in the moments instead of constantly going, 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 going. I mean, I, we get these lives that give us gifts and give us so-called hats to wear, but I think for me, as I'm getting older, is really valuing like what life is really supposed to be to me, not to society, but to me. And it took me probably about year 12-ish um, in my recovery to really kind of unpack that, you know, and I thought I did all that through all those years. So again, recovery has just evolved for me. It's, it's a much... Um, more simpler, I guess, beautiful, more place for me right now. I love it. I love it. I, I am in I am in my 17th year of recovery and have a very similar experience to your own. And a lot of the guests on, on this show um, talk about um, an evolving sense of recovery. Uh, Greg Williams called it a deepening, mm, <laughs> which yeah, was totally. cool. And, 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 and many of our pathways have also evolved. I, I too was, was much more uh, um, enmeshed in the 12 step culture of first 10 years, but for the past seven years, I have, I've been engaging in alternative mutual aid and, but still, um, connected with my fellows. Tell me a little bit more about what you do for fun. Sure. So fun. I mean, definitely exercise is fun for me. I just got a Peloton bike a few for my birthday in October and I love it. And I'm obsessed with the app and everything. So that is fun with me. It used to be not fun. I used to have horrible, horrible body image. And that's a whole thing in my book on how I've evolved and in pretty much I'm in about a 97% awesomeness with that now but really fun to me is the beach is my favorite as my background I wish I was there um I love running on the beach but really just laughing um watching a good movie or a show with my husband and um we're starting to do puzzles now with my 12 year old son so that's interesting and what else? Um, I really love going to the movies. That is like one of my favorite things is physically going to a movie. And I don't really eat many snacks at the movies, but just the feeling of it. 
And gosh, what else do we do? We do a ton of stuff, really laughing, just surrounding myself with people that make me like really belly laugh. Um, and I love being outside. So whether it's, you know, going for a hike or a run or the zoo or like whatever, um, I really enjoy as the sun comes out, as on the thing, <laughs> that's just like pouring on me. Um, that is a God thing, but I really enjoy being outside. And, and it, again, it's like, um, you know, just trying to find things that are different. I told my husband, I'm taking him to Florida in a couple of weeks. Cause my grandpa just died. So we had to push it, but, um, well, where was I going with that? Oh, I was like, we need to do something. Yeah. We need to do something like, you know, adrenaline rush or like, let's just do something new, you know? And I want to do like, um, paddle boarding in the, but he's like, there's alligators. So <laughs> we're trying to figure that out. Um, and like big manatees and stuff. So just something, yep. I think every human should just try something new, you know, that's positive, obviously, and, and change, but I really like to just kind of do different things, um, that are new to me too. Um, but definitely laughing is in being around cool yeah. people that make you laugh. And yeah, there are gators down yonder and manatees. That's just like swimming with cows. They're, they're cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I lived down there for a while in the Navy. It was wonderful. So um, you got a book coming out. Oh my goodness. Congratulations, author. Um, tell, tell me about that book. So, all right, I manifested the book. I truly did. So about three years ago-ish, I really just um, switched some things around in my life. So I started following like these awesome women on Instagram and like just these positive women and authors. And I started really starting to read, read and not just like recovery literature, but like all these women that um, are just telling their stories, you know, impactful, traumatic, beautiful. And so I started following them. And then I was like, wait, like I can do this or do I want to do this? So it was so much back and forth. Um, I, I took about a year to do that outline because my brain, I like to have structure. And so I did the outline for about a year. And then I did this, um, one of my friends, um, she's amazing named Sarah Daves, check her out, but her son, we connected because her son came through McShin like forever ago. And then, um, she's open about her story. He ended up passing away years later from an overdose. And, you know, we just connected on a spiritual level from that. And so I took her program, it's called manifest like a goddess. So I was like, what is this? Like, I know wow. I'm, I'm a queen and I love you know being a woman, <laughs> but what is this? So it really, really took and dove deep. And this is kind of like when my pathways kind of evolved mm. is really, I was learning my masculine and feminine side through throughout her program and, and learn about the goddesses and you know all of that super cool stuff that I never knew about um I just kind of knew of a little bit but like Zeus like the men but the women I learned a lot about and then really like unpacking how I work and how my brain works as a human and as a woman but also with the masculine tendencies that I have so then I was like okay 
So anyway, that was like, I don't know, eight months or so. I don't know all these exact dates. And I did that program and I still was like manifesting it. And I um, started following Gabby Bernstein and she does a ton of manifestation and she's in recovery too. And in, in all this, I was like, all right, you know, and then it's like all that self-doubt. I will never be her. I'll never be Glennon Doyle. I'll never be these, you know, famous writers or authors, women in recovery too, mind you, mm. that are awesome. And then- I was like, well, now is the time to kind of like do it. And then I just, it was about another year. Um, I was just, you know, God brought all these people and like these signs into my life. So I'm in this networking group and this woman kept coming. She's super bubbly and she's a publisher. She has her own publishing company and editing company. And, um, I just, I just felt like it was like signs. I'm a believer in signs. I'm a believer in a spiritual presence. I'm, I'm a believer in all of that. So I was like, all right. So she kept coming, kept coming. I was like, let me just at least, you know, talk to her. So I talked to her and then she um, developed a payment plan for me. So I didn't have to pay all up front. I was like, okay, check that box. And then finally, <laughs> it was just like, it just kind of all evolved. And then one day, I'll be honest, it was on the couch talking to my husband about it for the 7,000th time. And he looked at me and said, write the effing book. Uh, (laughs) So that was pretty much it. And I just started writing. I just, you know, and I'm not like this big, again, Glennon Doyle, just this beautiful writer, you know, I mean, I'm pretty okay, but I don't consider myself like this magnificent, but I'm okay at it. I'm pretty decent. So I started right just every week I would go into our, because we have a super little small rancher, which I adore. And I just went into my bedroom and I had to type on my bed or I have, I turned our, our son's old playroom into my gym slash meditation room. So just Mm -hmm. at my meditation table, and I had to have my beats on with ocean music though. That was something that was very like my mojo. So just blast the ocean and start typing. Um, So it took me like 10 months to actually like write it. And I had the editor the whole time. So she's awesome. Um, Her name is Maria and she works for KWE Publishing. And she just, you know, we met over Zoom and I just wrote and we did this and that. And um, yeah, it was hard though. It was very traumatic. Mm. I'll be honest with you Um, because it's my life. So from childhood, you know, and then there's a lot of trauma there and then addiction at a young age and, and then recovery. But even after the recovery piece started, there's so much that I've been through that the world doesn't know in recovery that, well, they're about to find out in a few days. But, um, like I say, from the beginning, like being the best human that you can be like throughout my recovery process, there's been so many things that have happened in my marriage, in my life uh, here with John and I, that makes you really, you know, either quit and run away or really work hard to really dig deep into your soul in order to heal, but also come out the other side of it to have the most beautiful life you can possibly mm-hmm. literally have. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is a super quick read, you know, John read it. So John and Carol, I wanted to read it too. And I sent it to Ryan. So my blurbs and, you know, the people that did the blurbs and yeah. um, John called me the next day. And he's like, we need to make a movie out of this. You know how he does. <laughs> he's like, because he was right. He was saying like, 
because I've watched a ton of addiction movies. I mean, we there's beautiful documentaries and beautiful, but there's not a lot of like movies where it's like a woman, number one, going through what she goes through, but also like becomes a female leader in the community, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to see where God takes me. You know, everyone's asking me like, what's next and what's, and there's nothing. What's next is promoting the book being a mom, being the CEO here, like still doing every, this isn't, the book isn't my full-time job. Like I still have a ton of other things that I need to accomplish. So I'm just a believer, like you reaching out and like just other people, and it was just, you know, it's just going to kind of happen organically. I mean, I'm putting in a lot of work too, like at night I was up. Yeah. Like last night. And anyway, so it's a lot of work you still have to do, but I just feel like this is going to help, of course, men, but totally help women, you know, absolutely. Look, I'm surrounded by death here. Bottom line, like we're surrounded specifically the past two years. So I'm hoping this book like really shows, shines some light on some things that women go through that are scared to death to like talk to their husbands about or talk or partners um, or talk to, you know, their friends, you know, and stuff, because there's a lot of that still going on in our society. They're scared to speak their mind and scared to tell like what's going on in their home because they're going to be judged. Mm. Cause I know God knows I'm going to be judged from this book. I have no question and I'm good <laughs> with it. You know, you'll see I, I'm, but the good thing about who honesty Liller is and who I've become is really, um, I mean, I care what people think because I can't say I don't, but it's right. also like, if, if I have haters or trolls is what they call it, like, it is what it is. What I'm still going home to my husband, my kids, yeah. you know, this beautiful job, like it is what it is. You know what I mean? You still living in your purpose. Yeah. yeah. Haters going to well, hate. Well, it's just like you also, like before I wrote the book and if anyone's inspired, you know, inspired by this and wants to write, it was like that negative what's so special about me what you know no one's gonna buy it I would cry to my husband with tears like all this stuff I mean so such an emotional process but in reality of it is it's like it was very healing for me and if that's what it does then that's what it does for me in order for me to be the best human and happiest and joyous and and beautiful to help the others that walk through McShen's door or my children and their lives. And then mm-hmm. eventually they're, you know, so it's like, that was a part of my human process that I needed to do to really grow in some areas that honestly, I thought I had already been done with, or like, you know, um, came out the other side. But as I was writing the book, it was really some deep stuff in there that I just, I wasn't, forgiving myself or others 100% until I really kind of put it out to the world. Well, oh, what a treat. Um, it's, it's, it's been good to, to get, uh, to get back together with you. It's been too long and, um, I'm excited to read the book. I'm excited to share this episode with, with everybody. And, um, I hope to come up to your neck of the woods really soon, just, just because. Yeah, we would love to have you. Yeah, we have our uh, recovery month event September 10th, smoking meat, not drugs. We're back to the barbecue this year. So yeah, come on. But thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Lovely talk. And yeah, thank you for the support. Absolutely. Peace out. Peace.